Welcome to the Life's Necessities and Luxuries radio show. Today, our host, Dawn Marie Mutel, your life's commodities broker, will bring you fashion, beauty tips, business acumen, teach you where to find the life's greatest necessities and the finest luxuries. Now, here's Dawn Marie. Hi, and thanks for joining us today. It's Dawn Marie Mutel here, and today we're going to get to the bottom of why we sometimes sabotage our dreams find better ways to networking, and become queens of our domain. I'm very excited to introduce today's guest. Erica Kastner is in the house from climbing the corporate ladder to entrepreneurship. Erica is not a stranger to the professional development world. She gets talks on how to build better business relationships, network like a boss lady, and how to rock your business in 60 days. She is the founder of Clean Results Coaching and Consulting, a company dedicated to helping CEO moms and leaders communicate their message with power and poise. Hi, Erica. How are you doing today? Well, hello, Don Marie. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. I'm doing fantastic. Well, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for taking time. I know you have a crazy schedule with everything you have going on. Well, we all do, right? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the truth. (laughs) I see more neighbors in that you live in the Fort Myers area. Are you originally from Florida? No, I'm actually originally from Illinois. I moved to the Fort Myers, Florida area about 11 years ago, if you're listening. And um, so about about, um, officially uh, 11 years ago this month, I relocated from the cold Midwestern state of Illinois. And I loved growing up in Illinois, but I can definitely attest that the weather, especially this time of year, is beautiful. Don't you agree? Oh, without a doubt. I know I'm from New York myself, and I got so tired of the winters there. I just hated wearing 20 pounds of clothing just to walk out the door. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? And when you start walking like the marshmallow woman, yeah, game over. (laughs) I hear you. And I went back uh, a couple weeks ago, and I got really lucky because it was like 60 degrees, and I was walking around with just a sweater on, and I was really thrilled that it wasn't 20 degrees (laughs) or below. Yeah, exactly. I think when it falls below 60 here, I'm, I'm, I'm toast. I'm freezing. So, yeah, I, I'm, I certainly sympathize with the people up north that have to deal with a ton of snow. I hear you, and I still have a sister who lives in Michigan, and I'm tired of hearing her during the winters, oh, it snowed today. I had to shovel, and I'm just like, okay, don't tell me anymore. Exactly. <laughs> don't tell me anymore. Sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Are you ready to powerize today? Absolutely. Let's do that. All right, then. Let's get started, shall we? I'm, I'm, all, I'm all over. Let's do it. So tell me, how long have you been doing what you do? That is a loaded question, my friend, <laughs> and I always love it because um, I've actually only been in my business now for about 15 months. I started the company, Queen of Results, in January of 2015, but I really started the company um, through um, the, just the feedback that I was getting in my previous industry. So when I started working with back in the day, I was actually starting off in the corporate America or corporate retail world. So I did a lot of corporate sales training for companies like Victoria's Secret, Long Home Cosmetics, and some other major department stores. Um, when I moved to Florida in um, 20, I'm sorry, I'm trying to think back. Hello, I just said it. Um, 2005, I actually um, did not want to be in a position of working in retail anymore. It's not that I didn't love it. I just kind of hit this like, okay, is that all there is out there? And so 
I actually, the construction industry was booming at the time, back in like 2004, 2005. And my former husband at the time was really involved with construction. I thought, well, okay, I might as well, if I wanted to change a pace, I'll get a job in the construction field. And um, rather quickly, I got a job working for a title insurance company, and they were really super involved with the community. I mean, they, and I, it's something that, even though I had lived in Illinois for over 25 years, I had never really felt this sense of community involvement that I that I do in, in the Southwest Florida market. It was kind of a strange thing. So I said, well, okay, you know, the, the company is obviously very involved with the community, i.e. Chamber of Commerce. They were very involved with the Rotary Club, um, a lot of civic organizations, a lot of giving back. And so that really helped me out a bunch because I was able to build relationships rather quickly in the community. It helped what I was doing with the title insurance business. And then when the economy did what it did in like the 2006 through 2009 era, I found myself quickly out of the construction industry world and thought, well, what the heck am I going to do now? And so by the grace of God, um, the Chamber of Commerce is actually hiring, and they obviously had a relationship with me, and um, being that I was involved in different committees and different projects that they were working on, and they scooped me up, and I worked for the King Cole Chamber of Commerce for a couple of years, um, and, and it just, it, for me, it, it it helped me define what business owners were doing in the marketplace. They really um, gave me a sense of, okay, camaraderie in the community. But then flash forward to 2015, 2016, now today with my business, that position at the Chamber of Commerce really gave me an opportunity to interview all of these amazing business leaders um, from every facet, every industry, and really quickly identify what their challenges were and how I could help serve them. And so um, today, here I am. I'm actually doing this under my own terms. I mean, I, which is pretty darn cool. Um, you know, and I, I, as much as I loved my chamber experience, it's just I now get to do it um, at my leisure and come up with some really creative ways to help entrepreneurs and business leaders out there block their business. I love that. I mean, it's amazing how you just don't know what life's curveballs that are going to come your way and, and how you can actually make the most of that. So speaking of networking, which we all must do to keep our business moving forward, so do you have any tip that you can give our listeners today to help build better relationships? Well, how, many, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have that much time, but are there a couple of quick little tips? That I think that to do those different phases for people, um, you know, because I think for a lot of people, they understand the value of building a network so they can drive more referrals to their business. I mean, how many times have you heard the phrase, oh, I don't do any advertising. I get a lot of my referrals through word-of-mouth marketing. Absolutely. So, but, Even me, yeah. I get the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of people do because they don't have these crazy astronomic marketing budgets, right? Now, I'll, I'll speak to that in a second because that's a whole different critter. But the, the networking piece, the building relationship piece, I mean, the biggest tip that I could give to anybody out there, whether you're a seasoned vet and you've done it and you have no problem going into a room full of strangers or a, a, you know, somebody at a grocery store and striking up a conversation with them, or if you're like brand new to it, you've never done any of that before. Um, the biggest piece of advice I could give to your listeners out there today would be to be 
yourself. There are so many people out there trying to be a, a knockout version of somebody else, especially since there's a lot of noise with competition out there or perceived competition. I don't think there's really any competition, but there's a lot of this perception that, okay, well, if I'm a coach or I'm a, an insurance agent or an attorney that I have competitors out there. No, those guys are all on your team. But what you have and what you represent to your industry is you and yourself and your authenticity. So if you're trying to do things that are outside of that realm, it's going to feel real icky. It's not going to feel like you're connecting at a level that is building rapport with anybody. So first and foremost, be yourself. Number two, and, and this will be the, I mean, of course, the most break. <laughs> I could go on and on and on. But this other one I definitely wanted to share is be of service first. So instead of going out there trying to build relationships based on what the other person can do for you, be valuable for that other person. Offer that value up front because I think it catches a lot of people off guard and um, in a good way. I mean, they're like, oh, wow, I wasn't expecting that I was, going to be asked how you know you can help me I was expecting you were going to pitch me or sell me something no be a service ask questions to get the answers from people that need resources you've got them so now be a service offer those up and that will come back and, and, and pay, you know it'll it'll take care of you if you have the mentality going into networking and building relationships I have to agree with that because most people everybody's in it it's what's in it for me instead of thinking like you say how can I be of service so tell me oh you have this I wish I could moment. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, so let me preface it a little bit. So I actually um, help entrepreneurs kind of figure out that space uh, where they wished they could have done something to either grow their business or show up in a very dynamic way. And I get them from that, I wish I could do that mentality to the heck yeah, I know I've got that mentality. You know, they've got that under control. So I think my moment for me would have to have been when I was, and it was just recently, it was back in 2013 I was a brand new gift mom to two teenage daughters I just married my second husband um hopefully my only my my only new <laughs> husband um so anyway I, we had just gotten married um he had two daughters from his previous marriage so um I was actually welcoming the, my um my new family so I was actually bringing in these two gift daughters into my world and um I was really struggling internally with being a mom I mean I had not had any children myself so being a a, a, a stepmom to two teenage daughters is a little challenging um <laughs> but it was <laughs> to say the least, um, right. and they're great, and they're great kids. And don't get me wrong, but I wasn't really, um, I wasn't really clear on my role in the relationship, um, you know, because you know, here I was, I was walking into their family. They had a mom, they had a dad, and where did I fit in? And so, you know, to to really, um, you know, get clarity on on my purpose with the relationship, I really had to dig deep, and it was causing a lot of angst. I mean, in the household, which was causing a little bit of angst and discomfort in my business, if I was going to be honest, and not necessarily in my, in my coaching practice today, but with what I was doing with the Chamber of Commerce. Um, so I really just, I, I really buckled down. Um, my, my husband and I both had an opportunity to work with a personal development coach, something I never thought I would ever have the budget or the time to invest in, but it was the best money and the best time spent because I got clarity on what my 
roles were with with not only as being a new mom, but as being a wife, um, but then also letting that information kind of translate into what I was doing professionally. I was able to improve a lot of the relationship I was I was working with um, in terms of the business community as, as I was volunteering, being a friend, um, because I realized there was a lot of anchors around me that were holding me back from having quality relationships. I kind of kept everything on the superficial level and always thought, gosh, I wish I could have these awesome, meaningful relationships. But, you know, after going through that coaching process, and I still do today, I, mean, I still work with um, with a personal and professional development coach, it's still getting clarity on how can I serve people better? How, importantly, how can I connect with myself first and foremost and, and really honor my time and my energy and so I can help other people in, in the future and with what I'm doing in, in this personal relationship. I love it. It's like learning, you know, it's like never ending. There's always something new that you can incorporate into your business and there's always something to learn on how to build relationships because relationships are so important these days and you don't want to have your tribe feel like you're just not paying attention to them and you really want to get in their mindset and really help them out. And speaking of which, you know, I see one of your takes on women in business sometimes is that women can and sabotage their success. Why do you say that? And how can you fix it if someone is sabotaging their success? They may not even know they're doing that. Because I know in the past, I was one of my own worst enemies. And I think I did that because I didn't have that much confidence in myself when I was younger. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent point you bring up. Um, I, I think that a lot of women, and, and men, I don't want to exclude men from this mix, but I think a lot of people in general sabotage their own success. It's because we don't know any better. <laughs> they, they, The subconscious brain is basically, and I don't want to get all wooey when I talk about this, because, I mean, 40 years ago, this is something that I would have never talked about. But I know how important it is to at least address it, um, you know, for the context of this interview. So if I can tell a story, I think that, for instance, when I started recognizing me going down some patterns of self-sabotaging behavior, a lot of it was around emotional eating, emotional drinking, things that were not necessarily that I was abusing those things, but, you know, that I was actually going down that path and it was I was using those things as a coping device to deal with stress. Um, but it wasn't until I got to the root of why I was stressing out, and I know this is going to sound kind of silly on some level, maybe to, to some of your audience, but to some it might actually totally make sense. Um, but I started associating some of my self-sabotaging behaviors to patterns and things that I was learning from a young child. So I was witnessing my mom doing some of these things. And because it was inherent, it was because it was something that was learned and conditioned. Um, not only that, but not only was she saying things that were sabotaging um, and doing things that were sabotaging her own success, but it's like, you know, you go into that repeatable cycle. And I was I was all of a sudden, like, now becoming aware of things that I was doing to my new gift daughters. I mean, like, things that I would say is that I knew I didn't mean any harm by it, but the words that were coming out of my mouth or the behaviors that I was doing um, were subtle, but they were setting a, a, an example that I didn't want to move forward. So I think the help that, I mean, that I think that the point I want to make about this is that we can certainly... Um, we can't necessarily unlearn bad behaviors, right? I mean, not everything is going to be unlearned. But if we're aware of things, then we can at least work on a conscious level to do our best to work through that belief system or the sabotaging behaviors, or at least on the right path. But we've got to have somebody looking at it from a 30,000 feet view. We've got to have an accountability partner or a coach, somebody that's outside of our headspace to help us 
you know, get clarity on what we might be sabotaging ourselves on and how we can actually get through those challenges to succeed and, and do what we, what we desire. You know, it's true because when you have that mindset and if you if you have those old family beliefs, and I even had them in my household, you know, you know, when they'd say stuff like, you know, what do you think money grows on trees? And even just my belief system about um, finances, I had to like rework all of those belief systems to say, guess what? That's not true. And change my thought patterns because it would keep me in that whole negative feeling that there's no such thing as, as the abundance and all like that. But that's a whole other topic for another day. Well, yeah, but um, but it does it does totally play into that and it plays on the on the on the positive side of things too. I mean, imagine being told that you were good at something all your life and you really <laughs> maybe you weren't so good at it. So you get into your adult world and you, right. your your bubble is bursted, you know, because you've been told so it's not necessarily the negative junk, although that stuff that usually kinda of comes out in therapy sessions and, you know, coaching <laughs> sessions and things like that, right? It's all the bad right. junk. But yeah, it right. work on the other side too. So tell me something. How can leaders uh, start positioning themselves as an expert today? So that's a great question. So in the context of networking, I think a lot of leaders, so first and foremost, it's not as hard as they think it is to show up as an expert in the field. I just said the words. They've got to show up. They've got to be present. So I say things like, okay, you know, if you're not networking, if you're stuck behind your desk and nobody knows who you are, I mean, not even your friends and family really know what you do for work, that's a problem. So stepping away from the, the, the back side of your desk, stepping outside of your office, that is a great way to start positioning yourself as the expert. It's not an overnight success thing, but it's a start. If you're already doing that, if you're already comfortable with going out there and networking, shaking hands, kissing babies, making you know contacts, take that a step further. And there are so many opportunities to partner with people like yourself, Don Marie, who is doing like guest podcasting, um, guest blogging opportunities. I welcome people all the time to do a guest blog opportunity and you know I also have my own show so it's a a great way for people to get on each other's you know platforms and talk about what they do it exposes you to different audiences there's also plenty of um, believe it or not a lot of these major publications out there like Entrepreneur, Huffington Post, um, Fast Company they're always looking for guest contributors is that the easiest way to necessarily start writing for those publications right away absolutely not Um, but sometimes you know like I haven't actually officially submitted anything to HuffPost yet however back in November I actually had an opportunity opportunity through my networking um, and or my networking skills and building my network, got an invitation to be featured in a Huffington Post blog. So it was somebody that was already writing who knew who I was, knew my story, knew what I could add value to, and invited me to be her featured um, subject in the article. So making relationships like that, it doesn't take, especially in the social media realm today, it doesn't take much. It just takes you extending yourself out there. And if the if worst case scenario, they're going to say no, and guess what? There's plenty of opportunities out there for you to keep, you know, getting yourself out there and exposing yourself to other opportunities to shine in your industry. I love that. And another thing that I used to do when, when I was first starting out, um, especially as a makeup artist and fashion stylist, I would offer a lot of free makeovers to the community as a way to get my name out there. And A, I felt great because I was finally, I had a chance to give back because I didn't have the finances to always donate to the causes that I wanted to donate to. But at least this way, 
I could give them a gift certificate. And I felt like in the process, I'm helping them, but I'm also helping the person who's receiving that certificate who may not necessarily have a chance to work with a makeup artist or a stylist to actually help them, you know, with their self-confidence needs and what have you. And, and their, I, I love that. And that's really important. And then what well, would you, you say was one of um, your your biggest challenges, whether it was in business or in personal life, I and mean, how did you get through it? That's a loaded question, but it's also another <laughs> favorite of mine as well, too. So, I'd have to say my personal challenge would, would have had to have been, and it was a blessing at the same time, but um, um, <laughs> so I have an 18-year-old and a 15-year-old gift daughter, two gift daughters. I have a four-legged puppy, so he's a little easier to handle, even though he does bite since he's still a puppy, but, um, but no, the clothes are great, and again, it was just one of those things where I was letting myself trip myself out about, you know, how that relationship should look, how um, how I should be um, present in their lives, you know, well, what's too much communication or what's not enough and um, how do I fit into that? So I, I, I know that I'm on a great path with my, with my girls now. Um, we have a great relationship with their mom and of course I have a super relationship with her dad. So that's been super helpful to get a ton of support per or professionally, you know, if I'm going to be really candid, I would have to say that even with all of my credentials behind what I was doing with the Chamber of Commerce for many years, I was actually employed the two chambers, one at the Cape Coral Chamber, and then my last tenure with the Chamber was with the Greater Fort Myers Chamber of Commerce. You know, I had a lot of connections in the community, and I always joke that between me and my husband, we knew most of Lee County, um, but because <laughs> he's, pretty, he's pretty connected in his own right, he's pretty, he does his own thing, which is great, but I think I think that the biggest the hurdle for me professionally was to make that transition from, hey, I work for the chamber, to now I run my own company and this is what it looks like. Um, and then just from a, from a positioning standpoint, you know, putting myself out there in a way that, you know, was going to be like what I teach and train other people to do, right? Um, so now right. I was having to put myself in that same situation and saying, well, how can I be more visible? How can I connect the dots? How can I add value to people in, in my own space now that I'm I'm doing that. So um, we're working through that cha- those challenges. It's a work in progress. It's definitely a lot better than it was a year ago. You know, again, it was just one of those things, transitioning from working for somebody else, doing your own thing. is a totally different critter. Oh, without a doubt. I totally get that. Uh, you know, life, as, you, as you're saying, it really gets pretty crazy. We all have really crazy schedules, and there's just so much going on these days that it's really hard, I think, for people to get clear and to really just like slow things down. And our brains, they don't like turn off. They're just 24-7. So with the brain chatter, you know, it really can take over sometimes. So I know that you have a couple of strategies for tuning out the noise. Can you tell us what they are? Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, So the first thing on deck is, number one, you've got to have somebody guiding you through the process on some level. What I always, and somebody that doesn't necessarily love you. I mean, like your spouse, <laughs> your mom, your sister, your kid. I mean, it's got to be somebody that's kind of out of your situation. So for me, I check in with my coach every single week. I mean, I'm on the phone um, with her at least, you know, 30 minutes a week. And so that's a great way to kind of shut down the chatter. For me, it, sometimes it's about like saying, okay, you know, if I'm looking at my week as a whole. And I'm thinking about like, okay, what is it that I have to do today? Well, knowing that my brain is automatically going to pump like 72 trillion gajillion messages into my brain, whether they're positive or not, I know that in that one day that if I can check in with my emotions and my feelings 
and process things in the morning and at night, then it leaves me energetically available to handle things during the day. But that's also a planned activity as well. It's not like I go into my work day and I say, you know what, the sky's the limit. Let me just attack the day. No, I'm usually looking at those things. But in terms of the messages that are being played into my brain, I start my day with, you know, okay, what, you know, what am I intending for this day to look like? What am I grateful for? What am I going to do today that's going to move me closer to my goal going into the next seven days? Um, and then wrapping that up at the end of the day, um, I don't know if your audience listens to John Lee Dumas or not, but he just came out with this oh, great. Goal, which has been amazing. And um, I, my, I got my, my husband and myself one. Um, and that's been a really cool tool. Even on some of those things I've been using in my own practice, that's been a beautiful way. So for somebody that doesn't really have a guided um, journal process, that would be an excellent one to go out and get um, because it gives you those activities to do morning and night so you can check in with your emotions and tune out the clutter. Yes, I, I love John Dumas, especially, I mean, he's taught me a lot on the podcasting side. So for any of you guys out there listening and you're not familiar with John Dumas, uh, please go check him out. That's D-U-M-A-S. And um, just tell me, we're, we're almost at the uh, end of our call here. How can our listeners find you if they'd like to learn more about you? And um, I'll make sure I put the links up to any way that they can reach you. Well, thank you for that. Um, I think the easiest way for people to connect with me is just simply by going to thequeenofresults.com. That is actually um, the the easiest way for people to connect and plug in. All my social media channels are there. Um, But, yeah, we we have a ton of really amazing resources for, um, you know, those business owners that are wanting to take it to the next level with their business, whether it's through networking opportunities or, um, you know, growing in terms of their profitability and some of the strategies there. We have a lot of free resources on those platforms, but yeah, go check it out. And I appreciate, you know, the opportunity to get the shout out for the website. <laughs> and you also have a podcast too. What is the name of your podcast? So the podcast, we actually have two. We have the Proclamation of Persistence, um, which is the current one right now. It's been a really great one. Um, and then we're getting ready to launch something called Biz Chat Podcast. And that's where we're going to talk more about that business building relationship side of things and how people can really connect the dots when it comes to growing their business. So we'll be launching that. Oh, wonderful. That. Congrats. Congratulations. That sounds exciting. Thank you. We'll definitely have to have you on the show too, my friend. <laughs> I would love to do that. That would sound like a lot of fun. Erica, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule because I really, I know how busy you are with everything going on. And if there's anything that I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out to me as well. Oh, perfect. Well, I'm looking forward to connecting with you in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be up in the market. So we'll definitely have to connect and, and chat and conquer the world together. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. So for all your listeners out there today, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate that. And stay tuned and be sure to join us next week. And don't forget, it's never too late to begin to build the life and business of your dreams. And remember to live happily, lovingly, peacefully, and successfully. Until the next time, I'll see you on the flip side. Namaste. If you like what you hear, tell someone. If you like what you hear, be a dear and pass it on. Don't forget to stop at our website, www.lifenecessitiesandluxuries.com for more tips, tricks, tutorials to live a very necessary and luxurious life.